So welcome back to my podcast. This is Amber. Hopefully you listened to episode one. This is episode number two. In episode one, I described my mental health journey. It all started way back when I was a little girl and just issues in family, which every family has issues and just things that I did learn, things I didn't learn, that I should have learned, that sort of thing. I went through just a brief overview of um, of my journey. And so mental and emotional wellness is super important to me. I We all deal with it every day, whether we realize it or not. We are either uh, continuing on in mental health or probably moving toward just mental I'm just going to say not well-being. Um, so today I wanted to talk about our responsibility. So responsibility, and I'll explain more about responsible for what in a moment, but responsibility is a word that became very real to me once I got married. And I got married a month before I turned 30, 37. So within the first few years, the word responsibility really stood out to me. I, um, of course, had had to learn responsibility in, in areas of my life as I had already been supporting myself financially for years and, and that sort of thing. But I started learning responsibility as a homemaker and as a wife, and I just learned a deeper meaning of that word, that there are things in my so-called yard that I have to take care of or it's not going to happen. And it, that will be to my detriment and most likely to the detriment of others. So today I wanted to talk about each of our responsibility for managing our own mind. So nobody's exempt from this. Um, you don't have to do it and you will suffer the consequences. Life is hard enough even if you're managing your mind well and um, it Managing your mind well leads to a healthy and positive mindset and perspective on life. It leads to resilience. It leads to being a, being able to handle life circumstances, tragic to everyday circumstances. Having manage your mind, managing your mind well, leads to a better life for sure. So it is my belief that. Our thought life leads to our beliefs, leads to our actions, which then lead to our life, what our life looks like, and and even our world perspective. So whatever we, however we habitually think, whatever those thoughts thoughts are, they grow and they really make up what is our life and our experience here on earth. So I have spent, I spent, so I'm 46 now, I did not grow up being taught to manage my mind and I did not do it. Well, I, I, I just more or less let my thoughts go as they wanted to and I also engaged in poor thoughts that led to fear or insecurity or just meditating on things that were just impure and not healthy and 
um, led to wrong lifestyle choices, and I just spent my life that way. And um, what brings me to conviction that each of us is responsible for managing our own mind and thought life is, one, I suffered for not managing my thought life well. Um, with poor choices and poor mindset and, and de- just being really um, having lots of depressed feelings and anxious feelings and insecurity and, and poor choices and poor perspective and just even living in a world that was surreal and detached. And there are all different kinds of reasons that we can manage our thought life poorly but, and I will talk about that perhaps on, or definitely on another episode or episodes, but just, um, if we, if we are not purposefully putting in our mind what is pure and right and holy, then our life is going to reflect that. So I am very convicted that each of us is responsible for managing our minds. We don't have to, but if we want to be happy, who doesn't want to be happy, if we want to be joyful and at peace and have a successful life, we have to manage our minds well. And what that looks like, I will describe in future episodes. But I wanted to talk about um, a few verses that really support this idea. And as a follower of Christ, I am. I just believe that God tells us that we are responsible for our minds. If we do not control our minds, then we are not in control of ourselves. So in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, I'm going to read this in the NIV translation. It says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take every captive every and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So as a follower of Christ, I am commanded to take all my thoughts and make sure they bow down to Christ. They bow down to scripture and they bow down to goodness and loveliness because in Philippians 4 verse 8, right after we are told to rejoice and to not be anxious but to pray with thanksgiving, we are told this, finally brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I just believe God is the ultimate psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor, therapist, and he knows how we are going to function the best we can. And if um, and, and one way is that we need to be monitoring our thoughts making sure they're positive and accurate. And I will explain how to do this in the future, in future episodes, so stay tuned. I'll explain how I have done this. i explain how I do this now. I, exp- I will explain how I'm going to be teaching my son. Um, but I just really 
know that we have to do this or, or, you know, even as a believer, you know, I know that I have an unseen enemy who hates me and who is going to his main battlefield is my mind. So he throws thoughts in there. He brings circumstances that can urge me to think in non-productive ways or detrimental ways. So I have to be in control of my thoughts, sorting through them and making sure I'm thinking in truth and in love because if I'm not, I really actually, and this is again another, this is also another, a topic for another episode, I'm actually damaging my physical brain. So your mind and your brain are two different things. Your mind is not tangible. Your brain is the part in your skull. So my mind, if I am thinking negatively all the time, I'm actually building pathways in my brain, physical pathways, that thoughts will continue to run along unless I change those thought patterns purposefully and consistently so that I create new pathways in my brain that I exercise and cause thoughts to run along. So it is, it is definitely has to be a purposeful practice daily, all the time. So as an aromatherapist, I definitely believe in using essential oils to help. Now, I don't believe essential oils have a spiritual aspect, but they are chemicals. They are plant chemicals, and they help us with our chemical self. So somehow the mind and the brain are intertwined, and what we think in our minds, the intangible part, affects our brains, the physical part. And our physical part of our brain has chemicals that the th- our thoughts are also chemicals. It's, it's, it's hard to, to imagine, but they're intangible things create and then they transform into chemicals as they affect the brain so essential oils are natural chemicals so a few I wanted to mention today to help with managing your mind and in helping your brain to be healthy is first rosemary this is the oil of knowledge and transition so This oil can take you from being confused and uncertain to having mental clarity and teachability. So this is a great essential oil to diffuse. It's always great to diffuse for emotional well-being. It gets into your limbic emotional brain really quickly. So rosemary, think mental clarity and being able to really control your thoughts better so rosemary if you want to use it topically I would put it down the back of your neck that's great close to your brain the base of your skull down your spine bottoms of your feet and definitely dilute if you have a child five or under frankincense is another great oil to use for is one great for brain health but it's great for focus and concentration and I would um I love both of these oils. They're they're two of my favorites. But with frankincense, great to diffuse or open the bottle and smell. But also put anything to do with the brain. I love to put down the back of my neck or behind my ears or on the bottom of your feet on your big toe. Um, if you if you know anything about reflexology. So these are two rosemary essential oil and frankincense essential oil, two great oils to help daily 
in taking your thoughts captive to make them bow down to Jesus and to scripture to making sure you're thinking on what is true and lovely and right and pure and to just have um, brain health. So little tips for today. Um, In the future episodes, I'm going to be diving deeper into how exactly to manage your mind and sharing other oils to help. I'll be sharing more about my story um, and what I do daily and what I would recommend. So please share this podcast, follow this podcast, and just stay tuned as I will be posting another episode in the next few days. Thank you. Bye.